There are more ways to celebrate than ever before at the Jeep Celebration event. Hurry in for great deals today on the only brand that lets you go anywhere and do anything. And right now, get $1,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Compass Latitude 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Go to Jeep.com to find your local dealer. Hurry into the Jeep Celebration event today. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 5-2-22. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner and the one man in America who's rooting <laughs> against Eldridge. Probably not even America. Probably the world. Like in, in the world. The world. world. I can take pride in that. The world rooting against Eldrick Tiger Woods this week. One, Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as always, during a pandemic? Air quote, Saturday morning, sir. Roy, I'm doing great. I, like, like, you prepared me. This is like... When Pat McAfee was not ready for his match with Mr. McMahon, yeah. now he is. Now he has to ready to defend himself from because I because I saw it. I, I see that like a mile away. I, I mm-hmm. saw the like I might play. I might play, and then like I don't know. Then I saw like I, I, I told I told people I thought that Will Smith Chris Rock would be the thing that kicked me off the internet for good. Nope. But no, it's this because I I could just see it. Like I don't know. I already I already saw a little bit of it on a Thursday. A mm-hmm. lot of Eldrick back. A lot of fist pump gifs. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like no one's leaving out those uh, golf. The uh, the um, uh, thing name was was the name of his ex wife. Uh, uh, Elon. Uh, yes, the Elon memes. Like I don't know. We haven't seen those, but we'll probably see those. But I I joke and I kid, but a little bit of it is serious, but not. Golf or sports, we'll just say sports is mm-hmm. a lot, a lot better with Tiger Woods being in there because you just got you got you got people like me coming out of the woodshed like that Kim Kardashian gif. So a little bit of inside baseball, which really shouldn't be inside baseball at this point. Um, we haven't physically been in the studio since the pandemic, so we kind of do this thing through a, a app called Streamyard, so mm-hmm. we can see each other as we're doing the show, and then as Chris logged on. Uh, to record the show, he saw me with the golf in the background. Um, and he asked me, he's like, you know, do you watch the majors? Then I mean, do, do you watch golf like that? Which I don't watch it like that. However, I watch the majors. But today, as we're recording the show today, or earlier than, earlier today, I did log in the ESPN Plus for the specific Tiger Woods feed oh, God. For, for the Masters. Because there's one feed that just follows Tiger Woods around. It doesn't bounce around like the regular feed. Because I am Team Tiger Woods, <laughs> I'm not a hater, and I'm here oh, for the God. all four days. Man. I wonder how how much did this did ESPN have to scramble, like because this is a, this is not like this long. This, it was not foreseen. This kind of just happened in the last week. That I mean, what kind of hoops do you need to like like I don't know like jump around to like get the Tiger Kid working? Because this is like I, I mean this is because I, I I mean. All due respect to Roman Reigns, Tiger Woods is the ultimate needle mover. He it, he moves the like I, I mean like if you ever want to know what a needle mover is, it's Tiger Woods. Like I, and I don't know, and he's old. He's like he went in his forties. Yeah, he's in mid forties, I believe. Um, no, like this is the like I can't like, and there's not a so close second. Like I don't know. Like no. all due respect to the great athletes, even LeBron James. LeBron James is not a needle mover like this. He might yeah, have been. But yeah. he's not the tire. Like I, I mean, people that weren't planning on watching the Masters will find a way to watch the Masters this weekend. Period. T- Tiger Woods, for the record, is forty-six years old. And then when the word came out this week that he might possibly could be maybe perhaps playing in the Masters, you know, the people following him around for his practice rounds was insane. It was like insane. It was literally like Saturday crowds following this man around for his nine his nine hole practice rounds on Monday and Tuesday. Um, and now, again, we're seeing people follow Tiger Woods around again. Like, it's like Sunday-level galleries <laughs> following this man around. 14 months removed from basically almost losing his life, um, you know, shattering his leg in multiple places. Um, and now he's back in the mix in the Masters. As of this recording, he's one under par. Three birdies, two bogeys um, after his first 18 holes at Augusta National. So so we're here. Well, I am here for it. 
I know a lot of people are here for it. I'm, I'm not sure how much the the sports books are here for it because they had a whole lot of Tiger Woods bets, uh, and parlays, and and specials and all that stuff. And if Tiger finishes top ten, top five, a lot of these sports books going to take a bath. So I'm not saying that's going to happen, but we will see what happens. I will see what happens. I'll be talking about it. Chris will not be talking about it because he's a hater. There's other sports <laughs> he wants to talk about, including the Eagle NFL and the Eagles. A lot of stuff to discuss when it comes to that, and some news on the Sixers front. As Three well. weeks till the draft. Three weeks to the draft. That's I am in draft mode because, frankly, the Sixers and just whatever the like the Sixering because this is the Sixering. I, I mean, like there cannot like even we thought we were Gucci after this Harden trade. First few games, just blowing the doors off people, uh-uh, as Stone Cold would say. No, I, I mean, like, whatever you think is, could go wrong with a team that just traded for a superstar could go wrong, including the superstar. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, like, God, I don't, like, I mean, <laughs> and, and I understand that what James Harden's given you is no one's given you in 10 years, but still, I mean, even people that had the bare minimum of expectation for Harden. He's not even matching these right now. Because really, that's what it comes down to. I'm sorry. Like, like the bench could be not good. The coach can have one foot out the door. James Harden was the equalizer. But he's not equalizing. And I don't know if it's – can we expect the equalizer to happen this season? Well, that's a good question. I want to save this Harden discussion for later because I'll push back on that a little bit because I think, I think James Harden's been – I think – when you say the bare minimum, I think he's hit the bare minimum. Now, has he been the James Harden that – I mean, some people thought we were going to get Houston James Harden. That just obviously not the case. But we'll, we'll talk James Harden in a second. We have other stuff to talk about as well related to the Sixers, including the fact that they may be shorthanded in their first-round series. And, of course, we are a few days removed from WrestleMania 38, the showcase of the Immortals, the stupendous WrestleMania 38. So we will give you our thoughts on that as well. On this edition of the Broad Street Line, as we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line, the future – Sports Talk Radio is finally arrived. Any shout-outs, my friend? <clears throat> no, let's just say the usual thank yous. And I don't – like, just – and, like, these people are probably Tiger supporters, so couple. <laughs> Shout-out to all you guys for listening to us and tuning in uh, wherever you listen to us and tune in, whether it's on uh, Spotify, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, um, YouTube Music, Google Play. You can do a search for the Broad Line, download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device, listen at home, and take us with you on the go. If you're in Philly, you can listen every Saturday morning. Just tune in to 106.5 FM, WPPMLP Philadelphia. You can also check us out on the TuneIn app or TuneIn.com. Just search for the Philly Cam Station. And again, tune in to your boys every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. If you don't download the podcast. And since we're doing shout out, shout out to our good friend Chris Stevens, who had us on his podcast called The Crossover earlier this week as we talked all things wrestling and WrestleMania. So if you want additional WrestleMania thoughts than the ones we're going to give you on this episode, please check out our friend Chris Stevens and the Crossover Pod as well. Also, while you're doing all that, please do us a solid follow us on the Twitter machine. Chris is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. I'll be tweeting about the Masters. Chris will be tweeting about anything other than the Masters because he's a hater. Cody Rhodes on the bump. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is what we, this is what we, when you hate Tiger Woods, you got to go deep. No, deep you into know the YouTube what? archives. Know. And to be honest, I'm, we're not even playing radio. I really care. Like, of course, I'll, like, instead of the Masters being like maybe ninth in the back of my mind for like, I don't know, decision tree viewing, it'll probably be like fourth. But I'm going to go out to dinner with some people on Saturday. I'm nice. not going to ask the waiter to be like, hey, could you put the mask on? It'll probably be on, but I won't mm-hmm. like, pay attention. Like, I, like I, I'll, I'll tell you straight up, I will probably, like, I don't know, like, listen to that new Pusha Jay-Z song for the 40th time to make sure that it doesn't stink. Because I think it stink. But, I, I mean, that's another Ooh, ooh, we got a little spicy. We got a spicy take. I, 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 I don't think it's that good. But it, it, it's not. But mm-hmm. I'd rather listen to that than, than, than watch Tiger Woods. All right, all right. Maybe maybe we'll have time to talk about that later in, in, in the show. But we do want to talk about what happened in Philadelphia Eagles land earlier this week. Shout the out worst, to Howie Roseman. The worst, the worst kept secret of a trade actually happened. Yeah, shout out to Howie Roseman. We all knew the Eagles weren't going to take three players with those three number one selections in this year's draft. And the Eagles, well, they're not going to do that. They traded pick number 18 to the New Orleans Saints, and some other stuff, to the New Orleans Saints. Um, Let me break down the entire trade. So, 
Eagles, I'm sorry, pick number 16 and 19, excuse me. So Eagles send pick 16 and 19 and a sixth rounder to the Saints for pick 18, a third round pick um, this year, a seventh round pick this year, a fourth, a first round pick in next year's draft, 2023, and a second round pick in 2024. It's a lot, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of stuff to kind of keep in mind. So let's just kind of break it down like this. So the Eagles essentially traded one of their number one picks for a future one next year, a future two, two years down the road, and a third rounder this year. No matter how you slice it, it's fantastic value for the Philadelphia Eagles. And we could rip Howie Roseman, not a good GM, doesn't draft well, doesn't sign good free agents. The man knows how to flip draft picks and get value out of those draft picks. So kudos to Howie Roseman for making this move. And again, as Chris said, no one's really surprised that something happened before the draft. How many GMs are going to just be... I, I, I feel like, I don't know, how he needs to come out to the Goldberg entrance and ask who's next. Because really, <laughs> like, I don't know, this like this is the Dolphins all over again. I, I mean, we'll, like, I know that we got all excited because the Dolphins started out terribly and we thought, oh, my God, it might be a tough. It's still, it was still a, a, a non-playoff pick. Correct. So, I, I mean, like, for what, like, and, and what, to move up a couple spots? And now you're getting – three two-day picks for one day pick that you frankly didn't like you didn't even want like you like if you would have picked that you would have had that pick sure but i mean like you weren't like i don't know making that pick with your chest and now i I mean and i think for me i just try not to like say oh this is like it like because of course we have people need to say oh this is a indictment a endorsement some end of jail hurts i don't even care like to be honest jail hurts is like out of this conference. like I, I mean like you regardless of who the quarterback is in 2023 you have set yourself up great whether it's trading up like i mean like 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 whether it's trade using both of those picks to move up like i don't know because at some point like i, I mean like are there too many first round picks to have I don't think there are, but mm-hmm. I'm, I think Eagles are close because <laughs> I mean, like, how many picks would you have had in like the last three years? Five ones in, in three years? That's that's a lot. And I know we love, like, I don't know, saying like it's built through a draft, but as crazy as it's not, I think Eagles are like reaching the point of too many draft picks because you need veterans. <laughs> I, I we need veterans, but man, like, I, I don't know. This is a golden opportunity to build a great team regardless of who the quarterback is. And that's why that's why I wanted to hold off on the quarterback this year, whether it was Russell Wilson, never Deshaun Watson, or even Matt Ryan, who I was a fan of. Like, I would have said if Matt Ryan was available next year or if Matt Ryan wasn't – it was the same age as he was next year, I'd say absolutely go for Matt Ryan. But I think we've learned a quarterback will, – options will be available next year. So you – like – I'm all about optionality, man. So this year, and for the record, Eagles, you know, if if they don't do anything next year, Eagles are going to have five first-round picks over three, a three-year span last year, this year, and next year. But here's the thing. Again, it's all about, as Chris said, optionality. It's a Sam Hinkie thing. It's clearly a Howie Roseman thing. Eagles try to put themselves in good position this year, or they did put themselves in good position this year, try to figure out, hey, we have three first-round picks. We have – a year, another year of evaluation with Jalen Hurts. If they didn't feel Jalen Hurts was their guy, they could have kind of flipped their picks and got a quarterback in the mass quarterback exodus that happened this year. Obviously, they felt like they wanted to kind of push, you know, push their cars next year. So flip two of these picks, get a first future first round pick, still gives you flexibility for next year, but it still allows you to build a competent team around Jalen Hurts. So again, that I is think this, this is but it is, oh, can you still, so this is not failing Jalen Hurts. Like, I don't know. Kicking one first round, you should be able, even with trading a first round pick this year, you should be able to field a team that is more than competent enough to make a a a a full a full rational evaluation on Jalen Hurts. Is that correct? The Eagles have five picks in the top 101 <laughs> this year. I would imagine at the worst, at the very worst, you get three contributors out of those five picks in the, those five top 101 picks. Plus whoever you sign in free agency, because the Eagles aren't done with that. Apparently, we'll talk about that in a second. 
Those oh, dudes. But Roy, oh, but Roy, they didn't trade for Robert Woods. Oh, they didn't. Like, this is why Eagles fans just need to chill, man. Like, I, I like, <laughs> how, didn't we learn from the dream team that it's usually not the team that, like, I don't know, comes out swinging in the in the first wave of free agency. Like, like, are the Jacksonville Jaguars going to be any good because they because they gave out like eight billion dollars worth of contracts? No, they had to because they stink. No, I, I think the Eagles have done a good job so far. And again, they're not done, but I think they've done a good job of, you know, building around Jalen Hurts, you know, uh, uh, giving them flexibility in this year's draft and giving themselves flexibility next year's draft in case they want to go a different direction with a quarterback. Again, I, I don't like we can have a discussion about Howie Roseman's overall track record and or the overall talent on this team. But between last offseason and this offseason, I believe that Howie Roseman's done a really good job giving the Eagles options. And that's that's a positive. I, I don't, now, Roy, I don't like it. now, Roy, for the first round now, since you have since you are now limited to just only terribly two picks. Yes. How do you yes. go? Because before you you had a you could go to the buffet table. You can mm-hmm. you like you you didn't have to think about getting that prime rib instead of like the rib. So now you got to make a choice. What do you want it, it, with those first two picks? Has it really changed? Hasn't really changed much for me because um, again, we all know the Eagles, um, you know, their deficiencies. Obviously, they need to shore up the you know the back end of the defense. It's like they probably want an interior line, a defensive lineman. Um, they probably want a linebacker. Um, and again, a defensive well, end, maybe a defensive end, possibly again, defense. We could just say defense. Yeah, yeah no, the board. I, you know, I think defensive, I think defensive line LB. So I think all three levels of, of the, of the defense are in play and wide receiver. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we've, Hasn't changed. we've had this conversation for like 14 straight years, but yeah. I mean, like, I mean, at, at once you don't succeed, try, try again. And they have been. And I think, it's going to be hard. And I had always said this about Jalen Rager. It's going to be hard to screw – to if you draft a, a wide receiver in the first round to mess it up. So I feel better about that. I just don't – and at this point, I'll be honest, I don't have any favorites yet. I, I mean, I like posi- – there are certain players who I like – I don't want – there isn't a guy who I'm like, no, don't draft that dude. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I, as far as I know, it just feels like – all these guys are kind of lumped up. They're, I don't think there's one head and shoulders person that's going to be available in those picks that say you have to get this dude. It's not like Kyle Hamilton's draft. Like maybe if Derek Stingley dropped to the top 15, I would say, okay, let's try to get this dude. I'm not as confident you as you saying that the Eagles can't mess up a wide receiver <laughs> pick because I've seen them mess up multiple wide receiver picks. So I'm not going to go on record and, and say that. If it's me... Personally, I probably go defense, defense. I mean, that's probably that. Those are probably my uh, the way when I. When do you I address did. wide receiver? Um, ideally in free agency, or well, either free agency and or well, not free agency because that's probably dead. But ideally in the trade market, and we'll talk about that in a second. But when I did the uh, the 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 latest of my mock drafts on on the uh, the mock draft on the was it the draft network site? Yeah, the yes. draft network site. Um, I actually went defense, offense. Um, I went Jordan Davis, Jamison Williams, but again, I could be swayed from that that second pick. That was before I knew the uh, Eagles were sniffing around Brandon Cooks. Um, I, I, like, I don't think you Eagles don't can double go dip. Low. You don't double dip. You don't try don't. to get a. You don't get try to draft the wide receiver and get one in free agency because supposedly our, our wide receivers are terrible. So I, I mean, like I see, I don't think I don't think they're that terrible. I think they're they're under they're below average. But you have a potential one in Devontae Smith. A team that has terrible wide receivers doesn't have a, a, a like a potential one. I think if you just address the the receivers in via trade, whether it's Brandon Cooks or whoever, like I don't know, I think Brandon Cooks is the uh, wide receiver du jour now, and yeah. and can be had at a reasonable tr- price. I mean, this isn't DK Metcalf where you're trying you're gonna give up a, like a first, giving the first round pick for DK Metcalf is is insane. Don't don't do that because I don't know if it's insane. I don't know if it's insane. I don't. I really don't know if it's insane. No, but then you have to give him thirty million dollars a year. Like I'm, I'm I'm just saying. Just I'm not saying that's insane. I mean, like yeah, like that's that's a lot of money for a dude. I'd rather not do that. But I'm not. It's not insane. I'll just put it out there. 
But you have a, like you're right. You're, you have a one. Like Devontae's your one. Like he's your one. Like I'm not worried. Yeah, about you that. don't need too many ones because the other one will get jealously. No, you need to know someone that fits his role. Brandon Cooks is that dude. He's I, a guy. I mean, like like he really is a match made in 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 having every part. The fit, the compensation. He's a veteran. Like I don't yep. know, because really you need a guy that shows the that can show the Ragers. I didn't even say the Jay Jaws. The Jay Jaws. <laughs> uh, the Zach, the Zach like, Pascals. The, the, the Quez Watkins of the world. How to work. You right. need the past. No. Like, like, at some, no. Like, and I just feel that, like, just, just loading up that defense with elite players. Because I've, I, we've said it forever. This defense or this team has just lacked elite players since the Super Bowl year. And you know how you get elite players? The first round. Yeah. Yeah, so the Eagles now again have two first round picks this year. Picked up another third rounder. Um, again, they should be pretty. They should be set pretty well as far as getting impact players uh, on that defense. Of course, they signed Hassan Reddick earlier this um, this offseason, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. But they also brought in Kaiser White, the former Chargers linebacker, 144 tackles last year, two interceptions, two forced fumbles, and a sack. Just turned 26. And for those of you who like or do not like pro football focused stats. It is what it is. He was a great at the 24th best linebacker per pro, pro, pro football focus, but they may not be done with the defense as well because um, earlier this week, the Eagles had a virtual visit with Tyran Matthew, the former safety uh, chief safety uh, who had a physical visit with the saints earlier this week as well. So if the Eagles bring in Tyran Matthew. Then again, this defense gets a little bit better and maybe the back end of the defense isn't as, I don't want to say in shambles, but isn't as bad off. As, as we think it is. I think the back end of the defense is probably the number one um, concern right now. I don't know how many cornerbacks or safeties you're going to get in the first round. So I think you have to address that in free agency. Um, but other than that, then I think you're free to kind of use these picks however you want. Maybe I'm wrong there. No, no, okay. I, no, I feel that like, I don't know. I know I we're, we're, we're team D line, but man, like I know they re-signed Anthony Harris. But you yeah. have to resign Rodney McLeod. No. And like, no. I like my like even more than the wide receiver, Roy. Like, if, if you can get, and I don't know how much honey badger has left in the tank. Nobody does. Like, I don't know. People are like saying, oh man, this is a coup. It's like, dude, like the guy's like lasted what a month in free agency? Like, I don't know. There's some like like dudes like that aren't ascending. And maybe he's not as descending as I would think he is. But he's worth. But he's better than what you can get. Like I, I mean, like a reasonable version of Tyron Matthew is better than the expected version of Rod McLeod. I can yes. I, and 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 one, I'll be willing. But because this is why you can do this when you have a rookie quarterback is I'd be willing to pay an extra conductance to like find out. Like I don't know. Like and I don't think you're gonna have to give Tyron Matthew a four year, fifty million dollar deal. No, Maybe you give him just up, up like a big two-year deal where you're like, I don't know where you have the cap room when you have the rookie quarterback. This is why, like, I don't know the benefits of having a second round quarterback on a rookie deal. And you got off the Carson Wentz dead cap. So you have some chance to, to gamble a little bit. You wouldn't have this chance to gamble if you had Carson Wentz or whatever quarterback on a three-year 120 or four-year 120 deal. Right. Right. No, this is a chance you can build your team again, because you're not paying, as Chris said, you're not paying your quarterback that big nut. Cause when you, again, when you see your quarterbacks get paid, when those quarterbacks finally get paid, it's hard to build a team around them. Again, we've seen examples all over the league, including the chiefs, where Tyron Matthews coming from um, the big news, the biggest Eagles news of the week, of course, is the fact that they have announced the return of the Kelly green uniforms in 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, we can stop complaining about one thing we can stop complaining about on Twitter. The <laughs> Kelly greens are coming back. Not next season, the season after, ladies and gentlemen. Behold. You know what, Roy? Like, maybe I'm just just old and just passive. Mm. I saw that and emoted nothing. I was like, that's cool. Like, I don't, like, I don't, I'm, like, I, I mean, like, I understand that, like, it's a really good color and it's like, I don't know. It, 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 the first thing you think about when you think about the, one of the first things you think about, about the Philadelphia Eagles is those jerseys. I, I mean, that's like a top five thing. But man, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I mean, these these jerseys, all this merch exists in like in in 
vintage stores, right? You can get a Kelly Green hoodie if you want. You can get one of those, like, I don't know, Michael Vick, Kelly Green Jones, like, on eBay or something. Like, I don't know, like, it's not like this is, like, like I don't know, hidden behind a vault. Like, I mean, you can, like, this is, like, I, I don't get it. But, I, I mean, this is just another thing for, like, I don't know, just fans in general, just to, like, I don't know, take their, take their debit cards out and their credit cards out and, and like, here, shut up and take my money. So, I, I mean, another vote for the e- Eagles, man. No, I, I just, and I thought I would care a lot. I thought I did because I used to be one of these bozos. I'm not. I feel like I've graduated to complain about better things. Like, like I don't know, the Sixers bench. See, you, see, you can get, like you said, you can get the Michael Vick jersey. You can get the Randall jersey. You can get the Reggie White jersey. You can't get the Kenny Pickett, Kelly Green, Eagles jersey. <laughs> You can't get the Devontae Smith, Kelly Green Eagles jersey, but now next year you can. And again, we're uh, we're not we're not quite on the same page, but I, I'm with you because again, we had this conversation years ago. I used to be, you know me, I used to be diehard Kelly Green kind of comeback. Then the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and I was like, you know, what? No. I don't really, I don't really care. <laughs> Does that have a lot to do with it? It's Doesn't like I, this, no, for me because I think before we had to find happiness. Like I don't, yes. we had to find an alternate method because we didn't think we'd win a Super Bowl. So we're like, ah, we're not going to win a Super Bowl. Let's get some dope jerseys. Yep. That's like, I don't know, get some like, I don't know, players that don't contribute to winning and yep. we'll be cool. But no, I like, to be honest, Roy, I just want them to be like, I don't care about the Kelly Green jerseys. The Eagles have one of the best opportunities to become an elite team in the next two years. They do. And for me, that's the most, that's the first, second, and third thing is, do not screw up this draft. If you do, you got to get fired. But you won't because you just put the Saints over a barrel. And try to, like, like, the Saints have a, I would say, a very good chance to be bad. But they got, because the problem with hoping the Saints are bad is the NFC is very bad. There's not, mm-hmm. there's a lot of bad right. teams in the NFC. Right. So, I, I mean, how many teams are going to be worse than the, than the Saints? Because the Saints still have a lot of good players. So, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, look at look at their division. You got Atlanta. Their starting quarterback is Marcus Mariota. I like Marcus Mariota. Yeah, the Saints have, I believe, it was the eleventh worst uh, win totals uh, win total out in Vegas as far as like over under for wins. I think it's at eight or seven and a half, something like that. Um, but you said, yeah, you said the main thing. The, the problem with wishing that the Saints are going to be bad is that the NFC is filled with a whole lot of bad teams, and they're going to play a whole lot of bad teams in the NFC. And they also play uh, the Browns in the AFC North, and the Browns are probably going to stink too. So, and especially in their own division, the Carolina—they yeah. play the Carolina Panthers, who are terrible. Twice, the Falcons, the Twice. Falcons, right? <laughs> and, and like, I don't, and look at and Seattle's going to be terrible. Yes, yeah, they play I, Seattle. I, I mean, Giants will probably be terrible. Washington to, will probably be terrible. Yeah, but to to be fair, they do play the Raiders. They do play. Uh, Tampa Bay twice. They do play the Rams. So I mean, there, there are some good. There are some good teams on that schedule. Um, I think they probably go eight, maybe eight and nine at best. But again, like let's for, not, let's not forget Sean Payton not there anymore either. Yeah. So, no. Um, and, and and what he was always considered the Jameis Winston whisper. Where like I don't right. know, he would be the one to say Jameis, I'll throw these picks. Now you don't have them there, so maybe he turns back to old Jameis, where he's just going seven picks a game. Yeah. So it's going to be a very. I'll, I'll say this. At worst, that pick is probably about where it is, you know, where the Saints picks are right now. So yeah. probably about 18, which is no, fine. Think, yeah, <laughs> no, I think really the, the added benefit is the, the other two picks you get. You get a, another day two pick this year. I mean, that's right. huge. That's huge. You get another day two pick uh, this year and a future two no, second round pick in 2024. So, again, huge uh, deal for the Eagles. Really quick, just to wrap up the Eagles conversation, Eagles merchandise conversation. I will say this. Eagles current branding logo, all that stuff, merchandise, by and large, is cheeks. So for no other reason of the fact that I'd like to see those old eighties and nineties Eagles logos back, that's I'm I'm on board with this. I'm on board with this jersey refresh. That's it. I I'll leave it there. I know, like I like the first time, like I think when Nike got the license, I got a hoodie, a, a, a current logo Eagles hoodie. Other than that, I have not owned a current era Eagles piece of piece of merchandise in 25 years. That's how bad I despise. Like when I look at that logo, it sucks. It's not a good logo. It's a bottom for me. It's a a bottom 
third NFL logo. It's probably a bottom third sports logo. They're mm. lucky that I love the damn team just in general because I would be like, no, I, like whenever I see people, like the jerseys aren't great. Like, I don't know. There's no. nothing about those jerseys that distinguishes themselves. Nothing. The, no. color, the, the green is just a mad green. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I get hype if they ever wear like the black John, but the white ones are, are a regular white. But the green, maybe it's just the, that shade of green that just turns me off. I don't know. There's, like you said, there's nothing about the jersey that just kind of pops. Like, there's nothing like, oh, this is great. Like, again, like, I, I hate to be this guy, but again, you look at the Chargers powder blues, like, all right, this pops. Even the regular blue jerseys, there's something about them. It's like, all right, these are sharp jerseys. The Eagles jersey's saying, eh, that's fine. It's okay. It's, yeah, like, who do we need to, like, hire? Like Vera Wang or something like like who is the <laughs> Vera Wang. Vera, we need a new logo. So 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 uh, yeah. So so Jeffrey Laurie, spend some of your. Come on, I don't know if you can pay. Like, can these people just go on the internet? Because I see a lot of creative people, and like yeah, I don't know, yeah. maybe if you just like I don't know, like be be ethical about it. If you see a logo that you like, dial up that person. Be like, we're not going to take this logo and, and pop it off it just and not mention you. But please, like I don't <laughs> like. No, there should be a contest. This logo is terrible. Not, I, I, like, I don't like usually like when you see a logo once again there's nothing that pops about anything eagles merch like the color the the i the logo like i don't know like the eagles logo it does nothing for me it hasn't done anything for me since 19 what 92 right I mean, 96 i think 96 was oh, the no, year 96, they, they, they yeah. yeah 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 96 i think was the first year yeah yeah. Um, no, you're you're absolutely right. So yeah. So if anybody wants to be you know an enterprising um, artist out there and want to kind of submit <laughs> their their logos uh, to the Eagles, please let us know because again, we, we would like a refresh and a rebrand of the Eagles logo so we can spend some more money on merch. Uh, By we the way, not, yeah. are we the only city that just can have a con- continuous discourse about jerseys and like and, and like uniforms? I, I feel this happens like. 389 days out of the year, whether it's in the Sixers and their city jerseys, let's have a poll of all the city jerseys and see which one is the worst. Let's talk about, like, I don't know, like the Phillies. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like this no. is just a constant, like, conversation to have. No, you're, you're right. Like, again, we are a city, again, maybe because we don't win a lot, we have we find other things to kind of get mad and about. We need to, and we need to be fitted out when we <laughs> go out to these games. Be like, yo, our, yo, our teams might get blown out, but you know what, man? Keep this fit. Got that drip. Got that Seth Rollins <laughs> drip. You're absolutely right. Um, one man who has no drip um, is Carson Wentz. So we will can, cannot get off of this, rec- this radio show without bringing you the latest with the Carson Wentz stuff. We <laughs> hadn't had a chance to talk about it last week, but uh, Colts owner Jim Ursay aired him out a couple weeks ago, and uh, we want to make sure that you guys were aware of this. Um, Ursay, again, parted ways with his quarterback, who is now a member of the Washington Commanders. And at the owners' meetings a couple of weeks back, he said the following. This is a pretty long quote, so so you know, indulge me for a second. But quote, I think the worst thing you can do is have a mistake and try to keep living with it going forward. For us, it was something we had to move away from our franchise, uh, from as a franchise. It was very obvious. And then he said, quote, you can't always persuade people to do things differently if they don't want to do them differently. You're always trying to look at in all areas of your team where the coaches can come in and enhance and lift up a situation and make things better. But in the end, players are out there playing the game and they're going to play their game. Never mention the man by name. We all knew who he was talking about. And the fact that Carson Wentz went to Indianapolis, went to a coach that stuck his neck out for this man and still refused to do anything but Carson Wentz things tells you everything you need to know about this dude it tells you you're on mute so no one can hear you but i'm sure this is oh, very good oh, yes sorry Roy. <laughs> <laughs> no what is Carson what things did he like insult his wife like i i understand that he's a bozo i guess that's and, it like, I, and i'm not like what is i just need someone to go on the record and just or just set me off the record and just just say what an example of carson wensing is because man I don't remember another instance of an owner, coach, and like, well, other than Embiid and Simmons, but I mean, like, he outwardly, like, did stuff there. But, like, I, I think it's one of these things where, like, you don't, like, I, I mean, it's not like the guy, maybe he's a terrible dude, I don't, like, or maybe he's just not, like, built to be, like, a, but I don't know, we've taken leadership courses before, what is leadership, especially, like, specifically in football i don't like i think i know 
But I would love to like ask like an ex player to be like, yo, how do you like, I don't know, like what is considered bad leadership from a, a teammate? I just don't he, like, I, I, it's, it's a very open-ended thing. It's not like you could say, yo, he missed practice. I don't think he missed practice. I just think no. it was, he just like, I don't like, I think accountability. I think I've always thought accountability, but like, What's accountability? Just say, yo, that's not my fault, or like it was your fault, Frank, or like, yo, like I'll get it. Because I think what people don't get about accountability is, yo, you. There's a thing about owning it and say, yeah, I got it. I did something wrong. But the but the very important part of accountability is correcting it. And I right. think what Carson and I think what Carson Wentz I think was just awful at or just incapable of is looking himself in the mirror and be like, yo. I need to do something different because I feel like, I don't know, like we see a lot of like the charity work and the Christian stuff. We're like, Oh man, like, because being, a, you can be bad at your job and be a Christian. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I think people can't separate that to be like, yo, how can a bad, how can a good dude from all, like, I, I mean, he does like, I don't know, charity work. How can it be like, not like in the locker rooms? Like, no, I, I mean, those aren't mutually exclusive. And I think like, I don't know. I, and I think relating because like from what you're hearing about Matt Ryan, I mean, like, dude, he's as, actually he's Caucasian as anything, but like, you've never heard a bad turn. Like he can relate to players. Like, and I, but I really think it comes back to accountability. It's like, because these dudes are trying to win and they're trying to make money. And if you are impacting their ability to win and make money, they're going to look at you sideways. And I re- I think that's the problem with Carson Wentz. I think from what that said, that second quote that Ursay said, I think that's the issue because again, Ursay said, you know, you try to persuade guys to do stuff differently and they don't do it. You know, they're going to go out there and play their game. I think that's what it is because Carson Does this Wentz, have a lot to do with the vaccination or is, is no, no, no. Well, asked- I think the vaccination is part of it, but I think it's one of those things. Cause again, we've seen the Carson Wentz post game press conferences where he said, you know, we went out there, we made some mistakes, you know, we'll do better next week. You know, that's on me, blah, blah, blah. But don't go out and do the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. Like, I think that's the problem. I think that Carson Wentz, you know, would have those, those talks goofy, a good game. He talks yeah. a good game. He does goofy underhanded interceptions and he'd be like, oh, my bad. You know, we'll, we won't do that anymore. I won't be stupid anymore. And then the Jacksonville game rolls around. And he does more goofy stuff. And it's like, bro, it's like, how many times do you, like, you can say all the stuff that you want, but unless you start doing different things, then what you say doesn't mean anything. So I think that's really what it is. I think the vaccination part might be like 15% of it. I think it's mostly, mostly Frank saying, hey, Carson, don't do anything stupid. And, or, you know, don't do the stupid stuff anymore. And then Carson went out and kept doing it. And Frank's like, yo, Carson, like, what are you how doing? How much do you think this has to do with, like, the added the addedness of a coach sticking his neck out for a guy? Because, man, people, we don't forget, he had one of the worst seasons I've ever seen from a quarterback in yep. 2020. And he gets traded for a first – he got traded for a first and third round pick. Yeah. Yeah. He got traded for a first and third round pick. But then again, he doesn't listen to his coach. And then apparently he didn't rub a lot of guys in the locker room the right way because I didn't read the quotes. But what but... Is, like, but like, is that like, I don't know. Like, like, are they not in the Buck Hunters? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like Buck Hunters weekly. Like, I don't like, I think there are other dudes that, that hunt, like hunt geese. And they have like, like, I still don't know how a guy like Philip Rivers, who's just, where's like i don't know like just looks country and just like i don't know has 10 kids like has but he can relate like is it a relating thing or is it yo i really don't care if i get down with you like that just don't make like it's one of those things it's like no i but then you see a guy like jimmy g who just screws up still still does kind of the same thing but he (laughs) is beloved in that locker room he ride with jimmy and like so i think I would love to get a leadership expert because I think there's a pie chart. It's like, I don't know, like, like being able, relatable accountability, I think is 60%. I think a lot of it. And and then like, I don't know, 30, like, I don't know, like, because it's weird to say intangibles. Like, I don't know, because people say Jalen Hurts is a good leader. Can like him squatting 500 pounds, is that leadership? Or is like giving fire speeches leadership? I don't like, this is one of these things that like, you can't, quantify and that's why i think i think we can kind of like i don't know like assume or like i don't know guess what it is it's hard to like i don't because for an owner to go this hard at a player who's gone 
it had to have been night a nightmare to coach this dude. Not to kind of get too deep into this, but I think on a general level, um, again, we're not going to get into specifics. You kind of know when guys like, like ride for guys, but like you kind of know when players like, again, if players give um, praise of a guy unsolicited, then, you know, it's like, all right, they really rock with this dude. Like you could talk to like random Eagle X and you can ask them about Jalen Hurts, and Jalen, you know, they'll probably have glowing things to say about Jalen Hurts, even if they're not even prompted about it. I don't think there was a lot of that with Carson Wentz for whatever reason. But what? But why? Like, 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 is it that he can like give the brother shake? Is it because he can like say, "Yo, man, you listen to Pushing P"? Like, I know, like, <laughs> I don't know, no, but like, I, I mean, like, because I feel like Jalen Hurts has that relatability part, right? Like, he can relate to like I don't know a lot of the dudes in the locker room, and probably even the dudes that like aren't like because I think, and maybe it's caring because I yeah. think like if yeah. if you cared. If you really cared about like the team, you'd you would make the changes in your behavior or your habits or whatever. If you don't, because like, I think that I think that's it. Because like just keep by making the same stinking mistake ever. You just don't care. You, right. Like you only you're very you come off as selfish. I think. Very selfish, right? Yeah. Like okay. I, I was. Yeah. Someone asked me about Carson Wentz. I didn't want to use the word selfish, but I mean it's really it's really like his behavior. Over the last couple of years, is very selfish. Like it comes off as very selfish. It's, Especially I know the hurts right. thing. We're like, right. I don't know. Like I don't like. And one, like I like, I think people are still trying to like. I don't know. Like, at at some point, he's gonna be Doc Rivers, where he's still living off that twenty seventeen year. Because right. really, like, I don't know. I, I know people want to point to twenty nineteen and he like carried bums to a playoffs, but I'll be honest. He wasn't like th- this world beater. He had a very good season. I'll give mm-hmm. him that. But it's not like you can point to that and say, yo, like we need to get this version back. No. Right. I, I mean, like 2017 is so you, – you, you're not getting that dude anymore. No. The best no. the best case, and I mean – and not even the realistic case, is getting 2019 Carson Wentz. Yeah. If the, if the commanders get 2019 Carson Wentz, I think they're fine. I think they're fine with that. I mean, he's probably just a placeholder for, for – guy x but i think they're okay with that and again you can't expect mvp level carson wentz um hopefully i think if you're in a commander's fan you just hope that this man has learned from his time in philadelphia yeah no if, if you if you haven't gotten humbled by these jim rca remarks you're done there's yeah. like there, there will be nothing to humble you if you can't like and of course and i saw he posted like i don't know some Instagram video about like I don't know on his tractor taking a hot building a higher road. I'm like, come on, uh, like that. I mean, at least he like acknowledges that he's like I don't know looked at his buns. Not like that. Not like <laughs> the video game bull who just is rocking shades and like I don't know, just completely oblivious to the fact that like he just hasn't played in like a year, ten well, months. Well, let's let's talk about his former team, the Philadelphia 76ers who were shorthanded this week in Toronto because their best wing defender, Matisse Thibel. They're only, only. Um, well, I mean, he, the other guys actually, they defend. They attempt to <laughs> defend. Um, Matisse Thibel, um, ineligible play in Toronto and in Canada um, due to his vaccination status. Matisse Thibel not vaccinated, um, which also means he would be ineligible to play in Toronto if the Sixers played the Raptors in the playoffs. And lo and behold, as we're recording this, the Sixers' potential first-round matchup and the proverbial first round, if the season ended, <laughs> yes, would be the Toronto Raptors. So, for at least games three and four, TB to be determined. Matisse Thybulle will not be eligible for those games as of this recording. Um, in Canada, they consider you fully vaccinated if you're two weeks out from your Johnson and Johnson shot or two weeks after your Pfizer and Moderna shot. So, assuming again, let's say this is you know, this air Saturday. So, assuming he would get vaccinated this Saturday. Probably miss, you know, game three and maybe game four of that potential series. That's again, that's if he got vaccinated like immediately with the Johnson and Johnson shot. Um, now, granted, the Sixers should probably beat the Toronto Raptors without Matisse Thybul. That being said, when you're playing a team with Scotty Barnes and OG Ananobi and all those long dudes, Pascal Siakam, and you don't have your best perimeter defender, this is a problem. This might be. And again, the Sixers had their issues a couple of weeks ago with losses and stuff like this. This might be the most Sixer thing that happened all season, losing a starting player, one of their better oh. starting players, because he ain't vaccinated. This is out. I won't say this is outrageous because again, it is outrageous. no, no, no. Let me just say because again, we are here to say choices have consequences. 
Yep. And Matisse Leibel made a choice. And if he wants to kind of make it harder on his team to win a playoff series, then he's got to live with that. I'll leave I it at that. I don't understand this. There are mandates for a lot of private jobs. We're in them. We work at these places that say, you cannot work here unless you get vaccinated. Do we, like, I, I mean, even if we had a problem with it, are we willing to lose our jobs for it? Probably not. Sorry. There are just certain things that you might not like, but for the betterment of the team. And, and we're playing a team sport, man. This ain't golf or tennis. Like, he, he's not like Djokovic. No. You gotta sometimes do something that you don't want to do. Like, I don't, like, I don't, like, and people could say personal choice. I don't care. I'm done with this. We're two years in. Like, I, like, there are, I guarantee you, you think there's maybe, maybe one player in the league that probably didn't want to get vaccinated, but he's like, you know what, man? I don't want to deal with all the, I just don't want to deal with it. So, you know what? Let me just get vaccinated. I'm sure that there are plenty of those guys. Hundreds, yeah, tons of guys, yep. Well, so what's the difference between, like, oh, now, oh, oh but he's principled? Get out of here. No, like, I don't know. This, this for me, this is not even, like, a vaccination. Like, I don't know, an ethical thing. This is, like, I don't know, just a job requirement thing. Like, I don't know, your availability. And, like, I don't know, make yourself as available as you humanly can. Expect when you're not. No, and, and what compounds this is he's not been good for a, a while, for weeks. Like, I, I, I mean, he's. He's good for a 20-minute, zero-point game every five games. He is getting what? Like, I don't know. At times, getting benched in the in like in crunch time because he can't shoot. Like, I don't know. Like, and this was a deal-breaker for a James Harden shirt? Get out of here. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> this is the beginning of the end of this guy here. Yeah, now, now Matisse Iowa, again, he's, he's an exceptional defender. He's been an exceptional defender. Um, again, his scoring is extraordinarily erratic. I mean, we've seen the man, you know, blow layups and blow dunks. Um, and as you mentioned, again, he's been he's he's sat at the end of the, the game quite a bit um, in recent weeks uh, for George Niang because again he like the, his outside shot has, hasn't been falling. Just again, if you're Matisse Thibault, all I'm going to say like this is like, look, if you choose, oh, clearly you chose to do this, and if you're okay with your team getting pushed to six games or seven games, you know, against the Toronto team that they should probably beat in five, um, you know, all things considered, um, if you're okay with that, if you're okay with you know. The dudes in the locker room, you know, dealing with that, you know, dealing with whoever they do, then so be it. Again, it is what it is. I mean, because like you said, Chris, it's you know, on some level you kind of owe something, I think, to your teammates. Um, Does this change your opinion about Matisse, like how you view Matisse, Matisse side? I mean, a little bit, um, sure. Like, like he clearly doesn't want to do everything that you, yeah, that he, this he, is he what, can possibly like, I don't do. Know. Yeah, whatever guys say, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. No, yeah, you're, you're not. not. <laughs> You know, same as Aaron Judge with the Yankees, same as whoever else, whoever all the and baseball guys. I think apparently, some frontline Celtics guys aren't vaccinated. I think Jalen yeah. Brown might not be vaccinated. Couple guys, so, yeah. Yeah, so you know what? Like, I don't know. This is not even a health thing at this point. This is like, I, I don't. This is, we don't complain if you need to get like, I don't know, like, say you need like a background check or just job requirements. This is a job requirement thing for me at this point. If like, I don't know, if a country that you're going to go to, like. Roy, like, I don't know, if, if we're not vaccinated, like, can we go to Canada? Probably not. No, we can't. So, Roy, if, if you really, really wanted to go to Canada, and you're like, yo, I want to go to OVO Fest, but you know what? I'm not vaccinated. Dang, COVID's fake. But you know what? I really want to go to this concert. So, you know, let me go to my local pharmacy and just get it so I can go. Like, it's as simple as that for, at this point for me. It, it's not like, I mean, are there, like, consequences of like not being vaccinated yeah come on like i don't know we're not living on a rock but it's just availability and just make yourself available man that's no, it and now, I think, you're just making, yeah. now you're just making your team's life a hell of a lot harder in a realm where you should be walking. right and again like toronto's a good team i mean toronto i think toronto might have beaten the six a couple times already this season they throw that little that weird zone at you so they're different they're a difficult enough team to face as it is Again, now you're down, you know, without your best wing defender and a starter because of this. Again, it's very, again, it, it's it's a really weird situation, and again, it feels like a situ- situation only the Sixers find themselves in. Um, and more again, importantly, it's avoidable. Yeah, yeah it's avoidable. It, it's 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 100 avoidable. Uh, we'll know next time we're on the air. We'll know whether or not the Sixers play the uh, Toronto Raptors, and we'll see if that's going to be an issue in the first round. 
Uh, we got about 10 minutes left, so let's let's kind of switch gears completely and put oh, a bow man. on WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. The Showcase of the Immortals had its recent two-night event um, in Dallas, Texas, the Silver Dome, if you will, um, <laughs> this past weekend. And let's just kind of run down. I, I'll, I will just run down the card in order. And again, we cannot talk about or not talk about certain things. I don't think you really care about the Usos um, match versus Get, get not well work. soon, Rick Booth. By the way, that's got to stink. Yeah, that's yeah, your stinks. first mania, and you just tear your quad. Yeah, I mean, you, that's yeah. got to just suck, man. Yeah, so, that, so that's done. McIntyre and Corbin, all right, we're going to skip that one as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> the Logan Jody Ma- McDonald yes. did not skip that. He was <laughs> yes. tight for that. Yes. The, I, I, once again, and again, you can hear some additional thoughts from me on, on the crossover podcast with Chris Steven. Once again, I will add my name to those banging the drum for more, more Logan Paul. Logan Paul did the damn thing in his debut with The Miz against the Mysterios. That's it. I'll leave it there at that. Is, you know what, man? They just got a 41-year-old man yesterday to listen to a Logan Paul podcast because I did. There you go. Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. Oh, wow. You, just got okay. a, you got a new customer, man. Like, because isn't that what this is? Is because I still, to this day, have no idea why he's famous. None. None. I have no idea. Influencer? I don't like when I hear influencer, I'm like, what is that? He, well, he influences people to download podcasts. So, okay. <laughs> so he succeeded. No, I, I mean, and, and just he feel like, and one, He's not one, and he pays homage, like, and he under, like, and I think for the longest time, I think why people got so jaded about celebrities is this: they didn't put the work in, like, they right. did, they, like, I don't know, put on a one, like, put put on some wrestling trunks and tried to fake it. You haven't, these guys haven't faked it. They've no. they've been in the lab. They've been with trainers and saying, "Yo, like, I don't know, like, come on, like." Or Logan Paul didn't even know what a three amigos is. He was he was was he even like born when Eddie Guerrero was here. Yeah, he was like a toddler probably. So <laughs> yeah, um, just to kind of speed through the rest of this, Bel Air and Lynch again, maybe the best women's match of the year. Congrats, match to of the, the match of the card. No, ma- no, match of the entire weekend for me. Match of the weekend for uh, for Chris Rollins versus the returning Cody Rhodes. Huge pop for Cody Rhodes. Um, we got a little callbacks to his dad with the jabs and the bionic elbow. Came back to fulfill the Rose legacy. This is a beautiful moment for me um, in, in the ring on Saturday. No, I'm still no. You know what? Another another moment. I'm trying to figure out Cody Rhodes because I don't know much. Like I know who he is, obviously, but right. I don't know like how he made himself huge because he was not huge when he left, and now with a couple stints in some indies and AEW, he looks like a superstar. Yeah. And now he's here to fulfill the only story you need to tell is he's here to get the belt that his daddy couldn't get. Yeah, so so it's going to be a very interesting story to watch over the next couple of years uh, with Cody Rhodes. Uh, Charlotte Flair beat Ronda Rousey. Um, no charisma, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Drowsy, if you will. Um, <laughs> match did nothing for, for most people. Uh, but the match that did a lot for a lot of people, the returning Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. We In got a, match. a whole match. We got a suplex on the floor. We got a bunch of stunners. We got Kevin Owens making uh, Steve Austin look good. It's a lot more than I expected from a 57-year-old guy, I'll tell you that. No, and, and what, how much, like, and this, like, this isn't a guy who's been wrestling regularly. This isn't Sting. No. <laughs> like, like, I mean, this guy has been, has been, Mar- has been selling his beer. He's been riding his go-kart. Like, I don't know. He's been, like, I don't know, like, doing podcasts. For him to get in reasonable shape to take bumps, I mean, like, yeah. you can't fake a floor bump. That's no. a the floor's the floor. <laughs> so I mean, and and Ko just made himself a a prime time player. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I, I and I think I like seeing like I don't know doing like a like a status to see who are like who are, like who are the I hate to use the the word pillars because the other stupid company uses it. But who are like the franchise players right now in WWE? And I think you could point to a couple of them after WrestleMania weekend. I think Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, obviously. Kevin Owens, I think you can at Seth Rollins, pop maybe Cody Rhodes at this point, and you know what? We'll talk about him soon. Sami Zayn, because I think for a long time he was trying to find his way to be a sports entertainer. Because he was, I mean, he's he grew up on the Indies, but I think when he got it, man, like for him to be trusted, like I think we say, like for a guy to be trusted with like the celebrity guy is a huge, te- like tip to, tip of the cap to you. 
uh, one of the former pillars of WWE, uh, uh, Triple H, got his final WrestleMania moment as he left his boots in the ring at the start of day two. Not enough flowers needed for Triple Man. Like I'm yeah. so no, like like that was one of my things I was looking forward to the most was seeing Hunter or whatever the eight names that he has. But every time he showed his face, he got love. He showed his face at the at the stand and deliver. Like I don't know, giving a farewell to Ciampa. And no, man, let's just let's just go. It's good to see the man back. Absolutely. Uh, we got a couple great RKO's in that three-way tag match. RK bro. <laughs> is that uh, all with, you need, man? Strap. Like, is that, is that's that all, the most that's all I immediate need. Like, thing you could just get like 75,000 people to pop to? Yeah, give me give me a, a, an innovative RKO and I'll pop for it. That's fine. I don't, I don't need <laughs> much. No, that, like, I don't think it's getting long <laughs> enough for being crazy entertaining. You had you had dudes that like showed their stuff. You had a Montez Ford jumping out of the jumping right. out of the stadium. You had a riddle, like I don't know, like imitating Randy. Like I don't like that was that was an entertaining tag team match. That's all you want from your opener, and, and very entertaining match to get the crowd up. Um, you got a downer in that Lashley Amos match. We won't talk about that. Um, you mentioned Sami Zayn again, entertaining match with Johnny Knoxville. Um, the highlight, of course, being Wee Man body slamming. Sammy Zayn. I'm not a the jackass guy, but I mean, like a lot of people pop for it, so it it was what it was. More importantly, they're they're starting to replace Hulk Hogan because they saw that people have been dubbing the Gorilla Monsoon video of him body slamming Andre to the lead. <laughs> so now, awesome. thankfully, thankfully, uh, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan will be removed from our from our minds forever. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we got the first Mania win for Sasha Banks. Her and Naomi won the women's tag matches. Another great titles. tag team match. Another great match. Uh, Edge beat AJ Styles. Not the greatest match in the world, but we got the setup of the Edge stable with, with Damian Priest and others TBD. It seems like uh, the New Day match we will not talk about. Pat McAfee showed it all in this <laughs> match with Austin Theory. Again, we got another celebrity match and a celebrity delivered. We got a superplex. We got some other like cool a super, stuff. No, no, and one, I don't know, if I, I, other than Pat McAfee, I don't ever think I've seen a guy jump from the floor, from the ring floor to the top rope. Yeah, no, but like a, a, non, a non-professional guy do that. Absolutely. No, yeah. it was, no, no, Pat McAfee, he, he did his thing. Then he got beat up by Vince McMahon in a little, in a weird, weird turn. But he got to drink beers and celebrate with Steve Austin, who came out later to stun everybody in the world. Um, in that. And again, Pat McAfee, just living the dream. Just absolutely living the dream at this point. Um, after what no, he has proven himself to be one hell of an asset for WWE. Like yeah. he's bra- like I, I mean, there are a lot of people that wouldn't watch WWE that are. Wa- I mean, there are there are lunatics in the stands wearing McAfee jerseys. Yeah, no, no, McAfee's brought in a lot of fans, and again, he's been great on the mic. He's been great in the ring the two times he's been in the ring. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll admit, initially I didn't get McAfee, but now I get it. Like I'm not, a, I'm not super McAfee stand, but I get it. Like this dude is entertaining. Like I, he, and he, one, I think he's rejuvenated Michael Cole. I mean, Michael Cole yeah. on broadcasting was was terrific. Yeah, no, Michael Cole was excellent. What was not excellent was that Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match. Um, hopefully, with the last match between them two, um, just underwhelming, just an underwhelming title match. Terrible um, way guys. to end the story. Yeah. But I, I mean, we knew the ending, so now the biggest, I think, the biggest question mark or the biggest story coming for the next. Four to six months is who's next, and how do you make who's next interesting? Because I don't know. Yeah, that's my question. We got like thirty seconds left, so give me, give me your potential opponents for Roman Reigns over the next, you know, I guess SummerSlam or whatever. Who, uh, what, what Bobby, makes sense? Babyface Bobby Lashley after he like I don't know like body slams Omos because I feel that I, I feel that's that's the that's the end game for Bobby Lashley is right. body slamming and Drew McIntyre or snooze. AJ Styles, maybe I like. No, I, I mean like, this is what happens when you built a monster. Yeah, you know the monster's gonna win for the next. Like, and I guess the only the second question is when does he come? Yeah, and and the 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 he that we're talking about is not John Cena. It is not Undertaker out of retirement. It is of course one Dwayne F. Johnson. We thought he was coming because his mom was there, but apparently she's a Cody Rhodes fan. Yeah, ma- ma- Mama Rock was at WrestleMania. She is a huge member of the IWC, apparently, and just loves watching former indie wrestlers get their shine at and, WrestleMania. And, and participated in a Raw Dark match. Yeah, yeah, which like, it is what it is. Well, yeah, so next time, hopefully, we'll have some more answers to what's going to happen next in WWE when we're on it next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Demingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.
it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 